This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby, episode 95 of the Kicks and Shit Show. Mm-hmm. I like the face. For those that are listening to this, if you could see Gerard's face and how proud he is of that sound effect, that is worth tuning in to watch us on YouTube, and just that alone. Listen, I, I, I enjoy the sound effects. I think they're fun. You know, we, 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 we got some good ones on here, you know? I mean, it's a. Uh, Cypher, don't see? get gassed! Mm-hmm. Yep. Cypher, be so proud. Cypher would be proud. Well, as you remember, uh, I had an original Don't Get Gassed, and Cypher was like, no, nah, you need the real one. I was like, yeah, but that real one's like on somebody's computer. It's like, yeah, mine. <laughs> so he downloaded it and sent it. And now, of course, we have Flex telling Cypher not to get gassed. That's why Cypher's a real one. <laughs> so, Gabby, episode 95, what is going on in those streets? Well, I feel like I say this every week, but Gerard, it has been a wild <laughs> week. Let me tell you. Yep, yep. Gabby, I'm going to say, out here at Coachella, you know, she just, uh, you were at uh, Automotive something or other, something auto-related. Had a busy week. We had our eBay auto parts and accessories show across the street go. from the Javits Center at the Classic Car Club this week. Very yeah, fun. Yeah. Thank you to like good friends of ours like Ricky Shubio, Space Camp Fresh, who actually just stopped by the event that's to cool. kick with us. Which I mean, love first that. of all, yeah. why didn't why wasn't I put on a list? Because you know that's like thirty blocks from where I live. So I mean, like it's a quick little train ride down. I could have come to the eBay auto parts show. Like you know what's up. I mean, Jay, if you followed me on Instagram, then maybe you would have seen I mean, the, I do follow you on Instagram, the, but like... I don't know. You got to put those alerts on for my stories, my guy. <laughs> All right? <laughs> no, I... It, we, last week was crazy. I feel like <laughs> between the stuff for Auto Show and then working on a project for Coachella um, with Liquid IV, super, super dope. If you guys have not tried Liquid IV, this segment is not sponsored by Liquid IV, but it should be, so but give us a nod. Let me tell you... That's me. That that was like my like fountain of youth serum for the entire weekend. Um, so Coachella to, is like uh, a whole thing. Oh, I, I've been to Coachella. I'm well aware. It's my first time. So <laughs> it's my first time. Um, I also recommend. I'm also at the age where it actually matters if I go VIP or right or, or GA. But um, <laughs> I mean, I think it matters at any age. But like the, just the the level of comfort, especially like people forget we're still coming out of a pandemic. There were crowds. It was like. 
I felt like it was a weird time warp and, you know, everything was crazy, even with the artists changing. But the auto, the auto show yeah. was crazy too. Like Mercedes BMW, they weren't there. There were a lot of major brands that like mm-hmm. weren't mm-hmm. in these activations that normally are. So, and I think like even seeing the press about the Revolve Festival that was mm-hmm. going on the weekend of Coachella Weekend 1, yeah. it was like Firefest 2.0 with all like people in the heat for two hours. Like the TikToks have been wild about that. So like, you know, being at uh, at the old old Polo House for um, for Liquid IV was like a nice change of pace. Uh, good crowd. Jack Harlow um, did his very first live performance of First Class, rocking some New Balance five fifties. You know, it was Jack, bad. Jack Harlow really really stepping up on the on the old New Balance partnership. He's uh, it's funny. There's an article on Complex about he's talking about New Balance and Kawhi and all that. Like just uh-huh. you know, look, look, look at Jack Harlow doing his thing. I will say on your Coachella point, and this is just, you know, I have family members who often say that Gerard, you are bougie. And look, here's just the reality of life, right? Like, and I think all of us can agree to this. We don't like to be uncomfortable, right? Like Coachella, you are in the desert. Okay, it is hot. The last thing I want to do after being outdoors at a music festival all day for 12 hours is camp or do any kind of thing that's going to make me even more annoyed and tired. Like, especially if you're like, you know, let's say you're not VIP and you're like in the crowds and it's like a particular artist where it's super crowded and everybody's like bumping up against each other. Like, no, I need like some time where I can relax get into a sauna, get a massage. Like, I'm not, no, we're not doing camping out. So I am with you on that. You need to have places. And that's the great thing about VIP. So that it's hot. You can get yourself into a cool area. You can get refreshments whenever you need, right? Like, I'm telling you, like, that's important when you're doing a three-day music festival. And at this advanced age that I'm at now, I do not think actually now, even with VIP and all that, I could do a full-on three days of a music festival anymore. I just don't, like, physically, like, it's just a lot. Well, it's a lot in general, and I just want to manage expectations. Like, I did not do three days of music festival. I I didn't make it on Friday. I sent out probably 700 individual emails confirming things. You know, the squad was, like, crushing it on the project. You know, when you're there to work, if it looks good on this is how I always say like for what we do, if it looks good on social media and it looks easy and beautiful, that means I've worked my ass off behind the scenes. So Friday I had a delayed flight. So I missed my connection. I actually ended up driving Thursday night from LA to Let me tell you about that drive folks. At at midnight though on Thursday, (laughs) no traffic. It was great. Um, But coming back five and a half to six hours, I could have flown to Europe y'all. I mean like nightmare. It just, it's, it's an interesting one. I'm glad I got to experience it. And I think, Gerard, the thing that you say, two things that are really interesting. One is about being comfortable. You know me. It's why I rock kicks all the time. But let me tell you, assless chaps was trending at Coachella. Not comfortable. The last thing I want to do is put my ass on a sandy desert with grass that's gone. So, like, shouts to all of you girls at Coachella doing your thing. But it also gets really fucking cold at night. Like people yes. forget because it's the desert. Like yes, there's no the... mountains. There's no humidity to like hug you when it's like a brisk evening. Yeah. So like the reason that you'll see Coachella hoodies all over the tri-state area coming up in the next week or two is because everybody was fucking freezing at night. That's the that's, that's, that, that mm-hmm. is the, that is sort of the, I mean, that's Southern California in general, when you're in the canyons or in the desert, like, 
people don't realize that. Like, yeah, midday, so you're out there it, during, let's say this festival starts at noon. You start, yeah, yeah, you're hot. So you're in your, your tank, your shorts, your flips. Once that sun goes down, folks, it starts getting cool real quick. So it's like, oh, let me open up my backpack and pull out my hoodie because it's chilly. And it's just the, the, the economy. I mean, you go, you see 30, 30 degree changes within the, within the day. Like that's, that's what it's like. And it's, uh, you know, again, first world problems. I'm not out here being like, you know, we're like really struggling, but you know, when you're there for work or whatever, again, you, you want some comfort and you, it, it's, it is a lot. It's just a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but I'm yeah, glad no. you got to enjoy your first Coachella experience. Thank you, Drad. I appreciate that. Um, it's been, like I said, it's been crazy. It took a long time to recover from that. I'm feeling finally fancy fresh, back to normal, <laughs> regular programming. One of my pairs of sneakers actually did not make it through the weekend. It, oh. I brought it though, knowing that it was not going to make it through the weekend. It was, it was like an it was old a beater. Pair, a beater pair of superstars with a rose gold that I was like, I'm going to get these as beat up as possible. But I did rock a new pair of mm. Air Force Ones. And actually our friend, Jacques Slade, at the the liquid iv house was like ballsy move wearing new air force ones great music festival and i was like you know what i will say like uh, i'm between a six and a half and seven when it comes to right. air force one if i was in a six and a half i would have hated my life i think i did seven miles at the event alone before we mm. even got to neon carnival that night and the festival so yeah but i will say they didn't get as dirty as I thought they were going to get. Yeah, it's 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 not as I mean, look, it's it's definitely it's an easy just to clean. Yes, yeah, it's it's, it's mostly the sand, so it's gonna. But like you know, if if you have the ability like you do, where you're like at a house or a spec separate part where you can like kind of come in away from, like you're not trudging around for twelve hours, literally in the dirt oh, the whole time. That but I mean, you know, I got my for those wipes. things, I, I ain't wearing no new kicks in that. That's no. Yeah. No, but you know me. I got to match my fit and I got to match the outfit and the whole vibe and the holographic. So um, these were a vibe. And then I also had my crep wipes with me that I brought just to be like, let me do a little ditty, a little touch up. But I will say much more comfortable than I had thought. And like, I'm not typically, I don't have a lot of Air Force Ones, but like, I now understand why Lowe's, aside from the obvious reasons, they're a lot more comfortable. And yeah. like I saw a lot of those at the festival as well, because you know, I'm always looking at people's feet no to doubt. see what they're rocking. I saw no a doubt. lot of Air Force Ones there and, you know, mm -hmm. it, it worked for me. Do, do your thing, people. Do your thing. But Jay, I got a question for you. What's mm. going on for you? How has your week been? I know you've been doing a little traveling as well. Well, you know, your boy is, you know, not really a, uh, I mean, I love traveling. I just don't like traveling during a pandemic. Um, which by the way, still going on folks. Um, so I was in Memphis for Minnesota Timberwolves, Memphis Grizzlies, uh, game two, got to spend a couple of days in the city, got to get in on Sunday, just get a vibe of the place. And Gabby, you know, what's so interesting. And you know me, I'm not some like Americana Midwest. Like I don't buy nails tropes and all that nonsense. I just don't like, I think it's all bullshit and like, whatever. However, there is a way in which the city of Memphis supports this team, the Grizzlies, that is unlike any other NBA city. And it really kind of ties into mainly like, I mean, there are a couple other cities that are close and they all happen to be smaller markets, right? Um, and I, it, it's funny because you're a Knicks fan and I can, like, you know, you'll, you'll understand this. Like the Knicks fans are fans, but you and I know we can go to a million places in New York City where people who either don't, like Knicks who, what's that? Don't know what it is. Or know what it is and couldn't care less about, right? Like, and it's just the nature of the city being so big, right? Like, 8 million yep. people live here. So, all 8 million can't be that dialed in to basketball. 
But in Memphis, with a population of like 650,000, I'd say mm, a good 80, 90%. I mean, between my Uber and Lyft drivers, hotel concierge, like, and it's not like I walked in saying what I was doing. Just like, they just start having conversations. And it's like, you like basketball? Oh man, the Grizzlies. And it's just like, and I, it, it was fantastic to see a community rally around. And I, I actually spent some time, Gabby, talking to an artist uh, who actually painted a mural outside the FedEx Forum. Um, he won a contest um, where if he, a, a t-shirt design that he did one, he would get himself front row uh, court side seats. And he said to me, okay. he's like, look, Memphis is a, we're a blue collar city. It's grind. Nothing good ever happens to us. He was like working these menial jobs, but he went to school to be an artist. And, you know, like all struggling artists, like it, he was struggling, right? It's just like shit wasn't happening. He's like, let me just enter this contest. Worst that'll happen is I'll win these courtside seats. He won the contest. Courtside seats. Memphis, the Memphis people were like, hey, why don't you uh, paint us a mural over here outside of the uh, the arena? Okay. He paints the mural. Well, of course, people see the mural and it's like a, now Nike's calling him. All these other brands want to work with them to paint. And it's like amazing how those things happen, right? And he's obviously so appreciative and all that. But he's just out here talking about the Grizzlies and the grind and everything. And you really just got a vibe of, man, this city just loves this team. And they're just they're 100 percent on board. And it's not a thing where it's like we expect the championship we just want the good vibes to continue like that. Right. That's it. They just want good vibes. And it was kind of nice to, to, to experience that. Right. Even for someone as jaded as myself, when, when it comes to uh, sports in general. I love that. I think, you know, and I want to talk about this a little bit more in a sack because uh, your fire fit. <laughs> looking, I'm a man's looking fresh. Um, I, I think, you know, I, you said a lot of things that I want to unpack, right? Like I think that's the power of social media. Of, of being in a smaller market. I think people always see like bright lights, big city. Sometimes there's brights that there's lights that are maybe a little less bright in a smaller city. And that's the way in. Like, I think like, that's what I really love about the culture now and sports and sneakers is that it's a community everywhere. And it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. to be able to, to hear that story, I think is really beautiful. Um, definitely want to check out this artist a bit more. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, the only time I've experienced something like that was when I went to Denver for a Broncos game. Mm-hmm. It like gave me almost like, college game day vibes yeah, yeah in a sense where and i've been to, i've been to a few college football games like i went to alabama mm-hmm. this year as you mm-hmm. know um where the whole city like transforms like when mm-hmm. i was in denver for monday night football it was like right before the broncos made that that run to on against the Bengals into the playoffs um but i think you know it's like windows were painted everybody felt like it was game day so like yeah. I, I can only imagine how memphis was yeah in that it was it, like 100 so- so, so I was there for game two, actually in the arena, you know, obviously, uh, you know, covering it for True Hoop. Shout out to True Hoop. Um, the, yeah, game day was was a vibe, right? Like the whole city was just like lit and ready. They had the band outside. Like, I mean, it was, they were going, this is, it was a Tuesday night. Um, and it was just, it, I, I appreciated feeling the playoff energy uh, from the city. And, you know, they, they, they traced their roots back. It's interesting because the Memphis Grizzlies and they go back to the the Zach Randolph, Zebo, Tony Allen, Marcus all days, Mike Conley, the people who are like in their thirties now were like teenagers ish when that, when those teams were like doing their thing or late teens or whatever. Right. So now they're like mid twenties, late twenties, whatever. Like, it's just nice to see them like, Oh man, we're so good. We're so happy with this team. Of course, John Morant is like electric and fantastic. Oh, amazing. Jaron Jackson, Jr. Desmond Bain, like that whole squad, like, and they just, 
the ethos of the city. Like you just feel it with with all of them, right? And it, it was it was a good time. You, you mentioned my fit, and you know, hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. I, we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago when we had on um, Ty. And I was like, hmm, can you go to an arena with patent with, with bread with the bread colorway on when that's not really the vibes that's happening there right i mean it's like that's not the colors of either of the teams whatever and you guys were like yeah it's cool like once it got your fit whatever so you know i'm there i got i got my, my suit on no tie a little zip half zip or quarter zip sweater excuse me and i put on my patent breads and like it was a vibe it was a look you know first time i first time i wore the patent breads um and i figured that'd be a good spot to wear them to indoors i'm not outside tracing on things you know you know how I feel about that sort of thing. Um, I, but no, it, 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 it was good. Uh, lots of compliments on, on, on the patent breads. Uh, sneaker culture is pretty interesting too. I saw a lot of dope kicks on people's feet. So a lot of customs, um, Ooh, okay. you know, okay. which, which, I thought, which I thought was interesting. Right. Um, and you know, sneaker culture everywhere is just different. Right. I mean, people just, otherwise people like what they like. Right. Like, and, and I love that. Right. I did see a lot of Jordans, um, you know, cause it's, Jordans in his basketball game um but yeah it, it it was cool and you know for Grizzlies fans shout out they they won that game big win um so yeah it was it was a good time I enjoyed myself um looking forward to doing some more playoff basketball coverage this year yeah I mean and I think you know you the the fact that you know it's not like Memphis was playing a team that had yeah, red colors exactly. so i think that's a big piece of it mm-hmm. but that's a classic colorway and a classic silhouette with just like mm-hmm. a little bit of a patent remix so mm-hmm. like 
I don't know. That's what I, you know, that's what I undead sucked when I went to the Clippers game a couple weeks ago as well. I think mm-hmm. it's a fire fit, man. It, I, I feel like, Jay, I'm going to embarrass you <laughs> like a proud mom right now, but we're going to post that pick on our Instagram of Gerard's first day of school pick, basically. That's how I'm treating it. Like, you get some laser beams going on in the background. I just, I felt like a proud mom. And I was like, okay, Jay, I know him. Well, it, 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 it is funny. It is funny because those of us who follow us on Instagram, right? Like, Gabby's always on with like pics about, I mean, that's just, she's done, doing that all the, time. That's my the vibe all the time. And I often have sneakers on, but often I'm like not taking pictures about it. So I was like, all right, going to the game and I got the patent brace. Let me actually take a photo of them this time. So that way, and, and notice, they're not, I didn't post them to mine. I just, I was going to see you. It's on the court photo, though, Jay. I, like, I mean, I should have, and, I, and I, of course, I was down there. I had plenty of opportunity, but like, I don't, you know, me. Like, once I, when I'm there, like, I automatically go into like work, work mode. Yeah, I'm not like you know, and it's also kind of somewhat self conscious. Like, while dudes are warming up, to be like, <laughs> you know, like trying to be. Slick I do it in the every corner. time, Jay. Every time. <laughs> every single time. Trying to be slick in the corner, taking taking photos of my of my shoes on the court. Ca- they have fix cam for a reason. Draw time to do it. Next time, John Moran's gonna like zap you up during the warm ups. Being like, I see you, my guy. All right. Perhaps. So perhaps. Yeah. Uh, speaking of John, that that you know, I also paid attention to um, game day presentation, which I know is something that you focus on a lot. I think out I- over that, yeah. I, I thought it was very good. Um, I thought the transitions from the in-house teams and the little games they play, you know, like what city is the home of, you know, all that stuff. And you got to win gift cards yeah. and all that. I, I thought that was great. Um, the in-house DJ. So I've always said like the best DJs in the NBA are the Hawks DJ, the Nets DJ and the Grizzlies DJ. And they did not disappoint. <laughs> Grizzlies DJ was killing as always. Uh, right. It had a lot of like that, the a lot of the down South feel to it, but also played a bunch of like East coast. It was, it was just a very fun, you know, musical uh, ambiance. And of course, the big grizzly bear like climbed up to the top of the the building and yeah, all Ooh, kinds. Oh that. yeah, 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 all that. They did in fact play whoop that trick, um, in the, which you know in the, in, in the third quarter, uh, John Morant's little daughter dancing to it after the game. People were like, "Oh, John, did you see your daughter? Oh, that's her favorite song." And I was like, "It is." <laughs> She's like one, Drag two. It's a different like, time. We're officially old now. I hate to bring people old. Apparently, and and no judgment. I was like, you know what? whatever listen everybody enjoy have fun like do your thing uh but no it was it was it's always it's funny i when you're you know covering the nets or whatever or going to msg as often as i do and you work in media you know all the ins and outs the places to go with secret bathrooms are where nobody's gonna all that jazz right because it's these are your home arenas when you go to an arena on the road for the first time you're like mother right it's like you're it's weird, fun. right? You're like, I don't know where I'm. I, I think this is where I'm supposed to go. Yeah, you don't yeah. ask because you're like, I have a, a pass <laughs> a on, pass, right? So um, I should know where I'm going. And I'm, you're always trying to find that. And I mean, of course, you're in the media center, you can find your secret bathrooms down there and all that. But it's like you're just trying to like, it sounds terrible, but like not be with the masses, you know, just because like everyone's going to the bathroom like in between court, and it's like I don't want to wait on these. A you're there to do a job. And, Exactly. It, it's different. I, I get exactly. it. I feel like at the Clippers game, they were like, uh, I don't think these ladies are supposed to be here. Also, you don't usually just see two women courtside at a basketball <laughs> game unless they're like players, girlfriends or family yeah. or things like that. It is. And I don't mean that to sound not progressive, but like that's just the reality of what it is. Right, you don't sports. usually see yeah. women going to a sports game. Um, 
but every every stop drawn because i'm the same way i like i want to scope the territory i want to know where the things are before the game starts i'm like ready to go Mm -hmm. plant my route people looked at us like are you supposed to be here and i was like (laughs) just like where am i to get around my neck i know it's digital but like yeah, I, yeah. Promise, I, I know I look lost, you guys, but I'm really not. <laughs> no, I, you know, when I'm covering a game, I'm, I'm always the arena three hours before tip, especially during the playoffs, like regular season, like, you know, maybe I'll come like two hours before tip or 90 minutes before tip, but in the playoffs, three hours before tip for sure, especially if it's a new arena, because I got to get the lay of the land, right? Like, where am I going? Where am I? Where's, where am I sitting first? Where's my seat? Like, I, you know, how do I, what's, what's the elevator situation? Am I getting up and down? Where I need to go? Like. You know, but again, it, it was a good time. And uh, shout out to the good folks in Memphis, uh, Grizzlies communication staff taking care of me while I was down there. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we will do a thing where like I do a couple more playoff visits this this postseason and we do some more like see what else feats in the streets happening out there, you know, do some more. Yeah. Let's yes. do jam. You love it. You're I all stand about- for this day. I, I stand know. for this. I know. This is this is your, <laughs> this is your jam. I mean, watch out. I start saying things and you're like, oh, that's what we're going to do. Something interesting, yeah. movie-wise, Gabs, um, there is a movie coming out uh, with Matt Damon and, and Ben Affleck where it's uh, talking about how Nike signed Michael Jordan back in the day in 1984. Uh, ben Affleck. on the 23rd. <laughs> ben Affleck will play uh, Phil Knight, Nike founder, and Matt Damon will play Sonny Vaccaro, who was an exec, a sneaker exec at the time. What I find so interesting about that is like, Okay, like, cool, but, I mean, the thing is about signing Michael Jordan. Why do we not know who's playing that dude? Like, wh- why isn't that the most important thing that we're talking about right now? No disrespect to Phil Knight and Sonny Vaccaro, important figures, of course, but who's Michael Jordan we're talking about here? And that's, you know, whenever you're playing, like, anybody, like, like it's like, that's always tough, right? It's like, ooh, who are they going to get to do this? It's always a challenge. I have some thoughts on that. I wonder if route number one, option number one, is the real Michael Jordan going to play Michael Jordan? Because, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised because I know how he's like, that's how he is. Like, no one can do right. Michael Jordan but Michael Jordan. Right. Two, is Michael B. Jordan <laughs> going to dress up as Michael A. Jordan? Uh, you know, I love that. I love that joke in Space Jam, too, where it's like, we got Michael Jordan, but it's Michael B. Jordan. Sorry. Um, so I wonder if that's going to be him or if it's going to be an up-and-comer, right? Yeah. I also like... Ben Affleck is Phil Knight. Like, they couldn't find a ginger. Ed Sheeran wasn't available. Like, come on. No shade on Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is living his best life right now. It's the uh, Benifer. Shut up. Wait. Of a redo, so but... Speaking of that, have we, like, transposed back to, like, the early 2000s? Like, what? I mean, Gerard, I saw some low-rise jeans the other day. So, I've, I'm just, like, we're, like, one Jenko away from basically time traveling <laughs> back to the early 2000s here. K- k- kudos to them, by the way. Uh, how do you think Diddy feels about that, by the way? I think Diddy's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Now. I'd... Now. Now Diddy doesn't give a yeah. fuck. No. Not, 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 it wasn't feeling so great back then. No, back then, maybe not so much. I mean, what about poor Jennifer Garner? Well, you know. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people yeah. here. Like, maybe in their feelings. But good for Ben. The glow up is real for him. Jennifer <laughs> Lopez is, like, not a real human to me. I mean, she is she's so, so beautiful. Like, it's just. Stunning, like... ageless. Like, tell me who your plastic surgeon is, girl. I got, like. <laughs> Book a sister up. But but no plastic surgery, right? You know, no, no, no. This is what I'm going to set the record straight for all yeah. you men out there who think that, like, <laughs> right now, you probably think, look at Gabby just wakes up so fresh face. Maybe she's got a lash on. But this is her natural face. 
No. Sorry, ladies. I'm going to reel behind the curtain. When you men are like, we like that no makeup look. That means you don't want us to look cakey. Like you want us to look more natural and embrace our natural beauty. (laughs) When I say plastic surgery, I mean, there's like some kind of injectables. There's hydration. There's skin treatments. There's all these things. But not like not nose restructuring or like face altering is what you're saying. I mean, maybe she might've gotten a little filler in something, a little nip, a little tuck. But (laughs) when people do things well in Hollywood, you don't know Right. That these things are happening because they're subtle, right? Like right. all of a sudden the Kardashians have a new face, but they've been working on that new face for 10 years. So like it's been a, a subtle transa- transition. But I, I also want to say that like if that is your bag, tell me because I want to do the same shit. I'm not hating on any of this. Women, do your thing. Like J-Lo looks fucking perfection. Mm-hmm. Cher, I don't know. How, I don't. I think Cher must have like made a deal with like death becomes her and had the serum. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It doesn't make sense. It's amazing. I want to know more about it. Mm-hmm. When I say these things, I do want to say on record that like, this is something that I feel like women should feel comfortable or not. If you don't want to talk about it, don't mm-hmm. talk about it. But mm-hmm. like, that is not something that is a realistic standard. Mm-hmm. Like Penelope Cruz did an interview a few years ago about how she sleeps 11 hours a day and that's her beauty secret. Okay, I would I would get fired from my job if I slept eleven hours a day. Like, what's that like? You know what I mean? But, Are you like, saying Penelope? We don't believe you. Is that, is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying we believe her. But like, must be nice to sleep eleven hours a day. What's that like? I'm lucky if I get six, girl. Come on, you know. And, and I just think like that that unrealistic Hollywood stuff. And and they still get photoshopped on top of that. But mm. is just we. I would be remiss if I didn't call out that, like, sure, she looks natural. And I think she's done the right things. I'm not saying she's had plastic surgery. I don't know. But whatever it is, she's doing all the right things and she looks stunning. So you do you, girl. I just want to I just want to glow up like J-Lo. That's all I got to say. <laughs> or, I mean, Jennifer Garner looks fantastic as well. All, all of them, I, I will say. Yes, agree. Well, not all of them, most of them. <laughs> You're like, all of them, all of them. We'll take them all. <laughs> I'll take what I can get, Jay. You know, thirsty in all aspects of my life, so. Um... <laughs> All right, we talked about some things happening in the culture, you know, popular culture in the streets right now. What are you, how are you feeling right now, sneaker-wise? Are you, like, got some, got your eye on some things? Or are you, like, because I just want to say for me, there's something on the calendar right now that's, like, ooh, I'm jumping at. But there's some things that, like, have come out in the past that I'm kind of, like, trying to go back into, right? Emily Andorra, New Balance, right? I'm trying to slowly, like, hmm, how can I find... I think there are one or two pieces that I'm like, all right, I know I got to find it on resale, but like, and I'm willing to pay a premium, not an exorbitant premium, but a premium uh, to, to, to find a couple things. I got to ask, I have so many questions from that one <laughs> sentence alone. What is your, what is your cap? Cause I feel like, like, what is the most I would pay for sneakers? Like, for example, I really love the Melody Sani one mids. Mm. Never copped them. I kind of slept on them. Probably should have gotten them years ago and I never did. And they, it's like the one, it's like now that I have satisfied my Yeezy Wave Runner <laughs> fix, and I have a, an East Coast pair and a West Coast pair because I, I have a problem. Um, mm. Fair, you know, self-awareness. Okay. But yeah, yeah. this is like the new thing that I've kind of become obsessed with. And for me, I just it's not that I can't afford it if I saved up enough. Right. Or like mm-hmm. put a couple dollars aside every month, but the, I cannot pay $1,500 for a sneaker that no. I know costs under 200. No. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. that that's weight. That's, that's on principle right. alone. No matter how much I love them. Like for me, I'm like, Oh, that's a vacation. Yeah. Uh, four figures for a sneaker. No, not doing it. Sorry. Like that's just, that's insanity. Like I look at it like, so if, you, if, if a guy, if, I mean a nice pair of like dress shoes, like for a guy, right? Like let's say you want to get like cap toes or something. You might spend like 300 and change, right? So I'm like, all right, 
uh, for sneakers, 500, I think, is a reasonable amount to go. I'm not really trying to go above 500. Now, if you're telling me it's a pair that I really want, and it's like, all right, Jay, but with like the shipping, whatever, 590. All right. Once we start getting to that 750, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. I'm right there with you. I also will say that like dress shoes, you're not buying in the resale market too. So like Correct. that so, resale would be a little bit different, but so, I, I get it. It's like dollar for dollar. But that, but like, I mean, 300 bucks is what you pay for like a nice pair of like, I don't know, Kenneth Coles or like not Kenneth Coles, like Alan Edmonds or like, you know, one of those like a nice dress shoe for, like, for guys, you know, it's what you pay. But like, I'm not. Yeah. Um, I think looking ahead, like, I, you know, this, you guys know this. I went a little crazy at the beginning of the year. Bit, Got really excited, bit. paid off my credit card, and I was bit. like, what better way to celebrate paying off your credit card by buying more shit? I paid cash, y'all. All in cash. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm at a point where I want to really look at my collection. I also got new sneaker shelves and I have too many sneakers to fit on these sneaker shelves for this space. So I think that that is the universe telling me I need to, to curate a little, a little bit more, see what I'm actually wearing, what I'm not. You know, I love wearing my kicks. So mm-hmm. I think if there's things that like, you know, I have a few things where I got one, two different sizes. So I want to sell the mm-hmm. size that didn't fit because it's hard to get the right size. And if it doesn't fit, it, it is what, what it doing? is. So, what are we doing? Um, I'm looking at sites even like Trade Block where I can trade some of my favorites and see kind of where I can move and flex and mm-hmm. kind of pivot things around. Um, I mean, yeah, there's nothing that I'm like crazy about. You know, I went crazy for the cause uh, mm-hmm. Sakai Blazer yep. Lows. I love those. I think the the stuffing in them is a little makes it yeah. just needs a little more breaking in for me. But that's like an unexpected style that I'm I'm really into. I feel like that's something that's a little different from what I normally rock. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you right now where I want to go back and I, I've been looking at my list of things that I've really wanted, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. for Air Max there, you guys know I got the Tinker sketch, mm-hmm. the Air Max ones. That was something that I've been eyeing for a while and the price was reasonable. So it was something that like, that's like the it. kind of addition to my collection that I'm looking to do right now and and really just make it about things that I love. And yep. Not that I don't love all of my sneaker babies. Yeah, I love them I all, but like, I think some of them could be in a home that loves them more than I do. <laughs> Right well, now, do, I'm fostering. I'm fostering. Do, do the equation like like their children. Well, maybe don't hope that with their better love. I will say this: this summer, I'll probably pick up another pair of Puma Lows, uh, suede lows, just because the because to me, like first of Classic. all, yes, they're not five hundred dollars. Right? So like they're right, and that's like everyday wear in the summer for me, right? Like so, um, you know, once I find a nice color that I'm like, ooh, like I got my 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 blues that I like now. If I see a color that I really like, yeah, this will be good for the summer. Um, and then, you know, I love my, um, Stan Smith. So you know, last year they did the, uh, Kermit Miss Piggy, uh, Stan Smiths. So they, yep. bring, they, they bring those back. Some bring those back. I might do that. Like, so again, I, I again, summertime, I like those, but again, that's going to cost me what? 65 bucks, maybe 80 if they do like Kermit the Frog or whatever. But those are, you know, that's not, a, those aren't major, you know, we're not saying, oh, let me find those Amy Leon doors. Let me find, no, we're not, those aren't those. So I'm going to do a few of those. Cause those are like sort of like every year purchases. Uh, but the big things yeah unless we see something real you know serious and i always think of ben whenever i think this because like so for me my sneakers by the door mm-hmm. that like if the building was on fire and i need to put on something quickly to run out in what would i what would i toss on like what is by my door all the time i have mm-hmm. adidas superstars and i know like for yeah. me that like Stan Smiths are cool. I, they're, you know me, I like a little bit more color in them, but I think, you know, even just going back, like knowing that I brought my rose gold superstars to Coachella and that they were going to stay in the desert, like the, the shell toe was yellowing <laughs> a little bit because I've had them yeah. for so long. 
like, you know me, I look for that reason to buy new ones. I, I think that there's something beautiful about a shoe like that or like mm-hmm. the Puma suede lows because mm-hmm. you can always buy them. They're a classic yeah, staple. every year they're available. And they're affordable. And I think like that to me is something that like, yeah, I, I people ask me all the time, like, how do I get into sneakers? What can I buy? How do I get a Jordan 1? And I know I always joke like you can't unless you right. want to buy something at crazy resale, mm-hmm. um, which you can and do that. Like I do that too. We all, that's like a part of the culture now, but I do think there is something to be said about just those like regular pairs that mm-hmm. you can find all the time. And like, I know Adidas, I had no idea they had so many different colorways and textures and patterns for the superstar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that like, because that's not where their marketing dollars go. They're just right. there and they launch and they come out. Like yep. I'm excited about the Hello Kitty Nikes that are coming out this summer. Mm, I, I think those. like those like different kind of clouds. I think that'll be tougher to get, but like a superstar, like there's some cute Disney superstars. Mm-hmm. Right now on Adidas that I'm like, all right, let me try to not buy seven pairs. <laughs> that's the hardest part for me, honestly. Let me not buy seven pairs. One speed, Gerard. I have one speed. That's <laughs> I, high I speed. know. It's, it's always it's always on a million. Oh, I know. Well, folks, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back with some guests in the next few weeks. We're getting closer to our centennial episode 100. Don't know what we're doing for that yet, but something we gotta we gotta plan something that's gonna be very soon. Okay. Summertime. So, I mean, I mean, look. Hopefully by then it'll be a little warmer out. It's starting to get real annoyed with this weather right now on the East Coast. I'm I'm ready for to put the winter coat away and you know. Gerard, why do you think I'm in Cali? Uh, yeah, well, I know because you you know you know where the weather's nice. But weather. folks, we are proud part of the Count the Dings Network. As always, thank you for tuning in to all the great shows there. The original bomb show. Woke Bros with Waz and Nando, Crypto Bros, the HBO Winning Time podcast, um, you know, all the good jams that we have out here. And, of course, thank you for tuning in to hear us. We're at Kicks and Shit Show on all social media platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all that, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're everywhere. And until next time, peace. Yes, world from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. 
Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.